0: bacon bit with me bacon bit with me bacon bit with me bacon bit with me to the side to the no not that one to the front was there a rap in this one no Spoiler alert. spoiler alert no will smith rap uh welcome welcome (laughs) to this bacon bit i'm joel again and jacob and uh, we are here to review men in black international you guys are you guys are here in the morning and we're ready to go yes we are
1: hey tell me all about it what happened
0: so Was let me there give aliens? You a synopsis Was a big of guns?
1: Men in Black International. Okay. There is a new up-and-comer played by Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. who has trained her whole life to be part of the mysterious Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And she rises the ranks and is sent on a probationary term to London to investigate some dark dealings that are going on in the intergalactic realm. Does this all happen in London? Yes, it does. Yeah. Most of it. Yes. And France. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And not really a spoiler. Uh, Space. Marrakesh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Globetrotting. Yep. International. Uh, so, yes, we, Kent and I, went to go see it, and uh, Jacob has not yet. And no. so, this first little part is going to be spoiler free and then afterwards we'll let you know when we're going to get in the spoiler full so even if you haven't seen the movie feel free to listen to this first part and then i'm gonna leave you're just gonna leave right i'm just leaving he's just walking out i like how some movies
1: you mm-hmm. are going you stay because you're like fine spoil it in fact it may help me like the movie more mm-hmm. this one you are so worried about finding out the <laughs> deep twists of men in black <laughs> international part. it may have something to do with the time you just mentioned <laughs> <laughs> it's 135 <laughs> 1.37 in the morning.
0: Magic of podcasting.
1: Yes. So uh, that's the synopsis.
0: Yeah. Uh, who wants
1: to go first? I'll go first. I'll since go first. You went it. first last time. I did. In fact, Jake, Jake what do you predict this movie is going to be ooh, like? Ooh, ooh. Okay. Here's what I predict. And that's, not going off
2: of reviews that you've
0: Jacob's read. Heard, Jacob's heard both of our opinions. Hmm. Oh, that's true. I mean, I. I mean, I sort of separately. Kent and I have not talked about what we thought of this movie, but Jacob has. Okay, all right. right. Based on the trailers, okay. What would you predict? Based
2: off the trailers, I would say this is going to be a rehash that is mostly unfunny, with a few good lands, uh, decent action, and largely forgettable. um, Maybe some interesting aliens. That's that's what I would guess. Okay. Based on the trailers. Based on the trailers. Not events. on what we've said. Not on what you said at all. That would be just my gut instinct of expectation. What would you give it? What would I give it? C Why, why are we
0: getting his review of a movie? Haven't C seen plus. Yet. <laughs> so good.
2: Yeah. C plus. If it, if it really surprises me and is good, it's a B minus. Okay. I think that's the highest it could do. I like they're getting the review from a person that hasn't seen I it first. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're B minus. That's up. pretty
1: high though. That's what I'm saying. I think that's the highest it could do. So, uh, obviously, this is the fourth movie in a very tired franchise, tired after the first movie, to be when honest with was you. The la-
0: when did the last one come out? 2012. Mm-hmm.
1: It went 1998, then 2002, so four years later, mm-hmm. 10 years later, 2012. Was it that long? After? It was. Yeah, it was a yeah. long time. Wow. And now, seven years later, we're getting a But Men Black 3 still made a pile of money. It did. Yeah. And so, I think they're hoping for more with this one. I think they're hoping for a new franchise. I don't think they're going to get it. I think this will be yeah. the one and only Men in Black reboot at this point. Probably so. Or People in Black, as they're going to eventually call it.
0: Hmm. Here come the People in Black. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Men in Black made 250, 250 million. Men in Black 3 only made 179 million. In Is probably. that domestically? or is that globally no uh, that, made is, more that is domestically that. Okay. yeah it made yeah. more yeah. Yeah. yeah worldwide men in black three actually has the most money with 624 million yeah that's there a fair amount like that's money they're chasing now Yep,
1: yeah, yeah. that's exactly right though they don't have will smith they have tessa thompson and chris hemsworth who you may recognize from thor ragnarok, as and, Valky, thor ragnarok. And, and thor, thor ragnarok yeah. 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 yeah and so people like them together in those movies and also in endgame as well and so and obviously future thor movies so the chemistry should work chris hemsworth should work because i think he's found his niche in comedic roles doesn't really work here i feel like he is trying to be kevin from the ghostbusters 2016 mm-hmm. and trying to be the the goofy the dumb, one the the mimbo yeah the mimbo because he's not as dumb here in fact he's playing a james bond type character mm-hmm. but doesn't really pull it off. Wait, wait, so he's he's dumb, but he's not? Well, he he's apathetic, and he has a swagger. Okay. That's basically it. Yeah. he's He plays the tired old agent, even though he's very young. It seems
0: like he's more like in the first five years of his career. He's basically the kid who got promoted a little too quickly. Yeah. And doesn't really know what he's doing, but he has a good reputation.
1: Okay. Yeah, so whereas Tessa Thompson is brand new, gets in immediately to the Men in Black... And we can talk about that in spoilers and uh, runs into Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson, who are veteran actors. And Emma Thompson has appeared in the series before. Yeah, she She would be the link here.
0: Yeah, she's the link between the two. And Frank the
1: uh, Bulldog or whatever. Frank the Pug. Frank the Pug. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So Chris Hemsworth, not funny when he normally is, to be honest with you. Tessa Thompson didn't really see it there. Uh, In fact, not an anchor character at all. I felt like Will Smith in the first movie. Uh, did a a really convincing job of bringing you into the adventure Mm -hmm. as someone that didn't belong and was roped into something bigger than you could ever dream she is someone that has always been the best and it's proven by immediately getting into the men in black and solving every problem immediately there's some comic relief here falls flat on its face the alien design though is the standout of this movie i said that in my review Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah thanks for that jake you
0: heard both of our reviews before
2: jake you you guys just said nothing about that yeah we didn't so there's some
1: (laughs) cg as far as like big battles go um and i'll wait for the spoiler section but when they focus in on the aliens they do a great job there's some really cool character designs especially with some of the villainous characters i was really kind of uh, won over by that it's probably one of the only positive things i can say about the movie i'm giving it a d plus wow yeah
0: d plus yeah that's much less than dark phoenix much less um okay my turn yes so the good i think this was the right way to do a sequel splash sequel slash spinoff in the sense that a relaunch of sorts well yeah because it didn't rely too heavily on the previous versions made passing references it didn't try to like shoehorn in all these references of like trying to really make it feel like it's part of the universe it's just like hey you know what this is a big organization this is part of that organization. I did find it interesting that it's called Men in Black International, and it was basically Americans uh, going international, yeah. which was weird. Well, Chris Hemsworth wasn't American. He was meant to yeah, be he, British. Yeah. But I mean, even Tessa Thompson, she's British, isn't she? She's not. She's American. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, for some reason, I thought she was He American. knows it's yeah. Tessa Thompson. Okay. <laughs> she's, he's a big fan. Mm. Um, this movie seemed to be really, uh, by the way, obsessed with Tessa Thompson's face. Yeah, it's a lot of close ups on her face, especially at the beginning. I was just like, it felt like almost like a wrinkle in time, where I'm like, they better back off because <laughs> it's true. It's it's all up I'm in her. Sure, face you guys here.
2: aren't projecting right now.
0: Um, yeah, maybe. Uh, and I, I like I said, I like the continuation aspect of it. Is a sequel well done, and I'm happy to see that that uh, special effects since the early 2000s have not changed that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. a, little, a little wonky there in some of the CGI, but fun. And Mm-mm. enjoyable. But that was kind of the idea with Men in Black, right? Is it was yeah. goofy CGI? Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth, I think he can be funny. As Ghostbusters, he was the he was the standout. Yeah, he was. Um, but this movie, I thought he was funny. But then it kept hitting the same note over and over and over. Like his character, it was the same joke repeatedly. It got tired. Yeah. And his character, actually, I was like, I'm I'm done with you. Like tone it down just a little bit but overall i found myself enjoying the movie enough to give it three stars i feel this is kind of a middle wow. of the road I, I would put this right around men in black three actually where it was kind of like hmm. men in black one stand out amazing mm-hmm. men in black two not that good men in black three it's okay but i'm not gonna like watch it repeatedly sure so three stars yeah so there's my it's an average movie that okay. if, if uh, to quote jacob if you like the Men in Black franchise, you're probably going to like this movie. Uh, I think it's something that you may like it or may not. It's a good movie.
2: <laughs> you, the first part was an okay quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you trailed off. Yeah. Alright. Let's get uh, into the spoilers. Oh, that's it. That's uh, it. You, you're going to stick around? No,
1: I'm leaving. Alright. Okay. Bye, Jacob. We're Here come all, the spoilers the in black. Spoilers
0: in black.
1: The galaxy. Spoilers. Spoilers, yeah, yeah. Everybody freeze. Goodbye forever. Bye, Jake. <laughs> so... All right. I, I want to know. Like, it didn't seem like either of us were having very much fun, or the audience. Well, whereas I feel like the, especially the first Men in Black, and leading into the other two, less so. There's so much fun to be had. There's a, a sense of discovery, and I feel like this movie kind of went. We're more James Bondian globe trotting,
0: and lost that adventure. Well, and I wonder if, and the it's funniness. Just, I wonder if just the the storyline's tired because we've seen this multiple times where mm-hmm. it's like. People hiding in plain sight are aliens. That's funny. And then they do it in the second movie. And it's like, still funny. Yeah. Third movie. Yeah, we get it. And in the fourth movie, it's like, yeah, we get it. they are aliens hiding in plain sight. Right. But I... I don't know. I just felt like... Maybe it's just because I couldn't get comfortable in the seat I was in. But... Was I, it a bad seat? What no, do you it mean? No, it was just like there's a lot of people around. Oh, like yeah, and, yeah. And so I just felt like this movie really dragged. And it, that surprised me because I was enjoying it. But then I was like... I mean, it's only... 115 minutes so under two hours it felt longer it should have been an hour hour and a half yeah and the globe trotting was fun to see the different places except for the fact that it kept going back and forth and back and forth paris london marrakesh yeah and i was like yeah okay let's if we're not going to any place new let's just stay in one place right because that, that got kind of tired
1: how did you feel about uh
0: camille nagy Najiani? yeah i thought he was funny Oh, I, I totally disagree. I actually thoroughly. We didn't talk about that in the spoiler-free yeah. version, but he's a little uh, little creature. To me, he's the comic relief that I went. Okay, you know, he was the desperate comic relief of a, a very dry movie. Like he honestly okay, felt like you're right there. It was like you were starved for something humorous, and so he, he would say something mildly humorous He'd be like, <laughs> okay, he's funny. Well, there's for, so we're in spoilers.
1: There, his queen and his people are killed. Yeah. And he's the last survivor, but he's sitting there going, telling jokes and laying about while his queen is literally dead next to him. And he's like, I don't know. It's because, you know, it's a CG character. So obviously none of the characters are actually there. Right. But it's almost like Camille or whatever his name is. His Camille, name is Pawnee. No yeah, Pawnee. Pawnee, yeah. Pawnee doesn't actually realize that anyone's dead around him and I think he's just there to be... But uh, he's a pawn.
0: He's sh- supposed to be stupid. Insert joke here. But he was inconsistently stupid. It's like he was stupid sometimes and then he also need to do something really smart. And I was like, okay. And jumping right to the end,
1: he's very pivotal in uh, how this ends and how the world is saved. He, well, he
0: saves He saves Tessa, Tessa Thompson who then kills the bad
1: guy. Wasn't that weird though? That it's like everyone is where they're meant to be at the right time and then she just gets... Pull, slingshotted back to earth to kill the uh, the hive the hive is the, hive the, is the villain in guy. this movie Whoa, oh and to me i was like well that was trying to be a Shyamalan moment where it's like oh deeper meaning but it, was, but it turned it. into a space gun yeah into a space beam
0: yeah but it really like i remember they tried to do that big kind of moment where it's like yeah everyone's where they're supposed to be at the right time and i'm like you mean you were there to shoot the monster <laughs> you're here to fight the bad guy yeah that's what you were here for uh I, I it was weird by the way seeing as how men in black supposedly this organization like tommy lee jones sends in, in i think it's the first movie where he's like there's always something threatening the world and the only way that people are able to survive is because they don't know about it yes like he's saying the world is always going to end right and yet they seem to memorialize the two instances the two where it happened of tommy lee jones and uh will, will smith, smith yeah saving uh, the world from the bug and then, this, and then in the beginning of this movie, they have this moment where uh, Liam Neeson comes in with Crimson Hemsworth. up at the Eiffel Tower and they're going to fight this big bad guy. And then they're also in a painting as like the two big moments. And I'm like, I'm assuming there's like hundreds of these moments. Why are these two? Yeah. And they're the two that are up in the offices of
1: London for some reason. Yeah. No, the whole thing uh, for me was a series of sketches. And it felt like Chris Hemsworth was trying to refresh a sketch every time they were on scene. And because nothing fit, like they were like, hey, you need to be the bodyguard. And this is where the story starts, because before they get the little device that's going to destroy or save the world. Right. You need to be a bodyguard for this alien or his race is going to destroy the planet. And you're like, haha, that's a funny joke. Sure, I'll go be DJ Khaled's bodyguard, basically. Right. I don't know who played him, but that's basically what I saw.
0: That's a good question.
1: And so he does and this big alien dies immediately and the world's fine. Like you think this alien race would have been like, "Oh, we're actually kind of mad that you didn't do a good job, but that was your only job." But the movie forgets about any sort of gravity, huh? any sort of gravity <laughs> it had in the oh, previous goes scene. gravity. Do you know who it was? I uh, know I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, and so this really was like there's no consequences here having to do with anything. You think there'd even be like a training montage for M, uh Tessa Thompson in this movie, and there's
0: nothing. It's like, "Cool, you you made it." yeah good that, job well no, it really did feel like they just they moved on so quickly from anything it's like this thing's over let's move on to the next thing and didn't have it was like they and, had a little bit of add there the way it wrapped up in the end i, I will say this uh, like
1: i i i dug and i think you're right like the cg feels very consistent throughout the
0: movies but i i dug it i, I, dug, I dug, it, dug like the corny feel. cg like the guy with the beard his chin did not look quite right. oh yeah uh, that was he has, he has an alien that wears that he wears as a beard yeah and, like, when it comes off his chin, I'm just like, uh, that looks a little, but little weird. the two breakdancing
1: um, Middle Easterners in cool, like, runway wear <laughs> that were way too fashionable, they were the seeming bad guys. And honestly, when they went all Cosmo, I thought that was awesome. It was
0: a cool effect. I swear I've seen those guys somewhere before, though.
1: Yeah, they're, they're two twins uh, that they use for the movie. Uh, and I thought that was cool obviously it's kind of a mislead it's a red herring yeah but that's kind of the point of the movie is they're
0: trying to make it but seem didn't like... it feel okay. oh, way that's what I was too obvious so that's how the movie was going was it okay i knew from almost the very beginning of course that, you did that liam neeson was the bad guy yeah like he was the mole i i almost like okay so well, because well, they I, I telegraph Rafe spall at the oh well, yeah because okay so at the very beginning it's liam neeson and chris hemsworth right at the beginning going to the eiffel tower to stop this alien yeah and i remember and Having, you know, me, I don't watch many trailers. Right. But I was like, Liam Neeson's in this movie? I'm like, oh, "Oh." you didn't know? Because, yeah, I noticed you were kind of taken aback by it. I was like, what the heck? What's he doing here? Yeah. And then I went, at first I thought, oh, it's a cameo. He's going to die. And that's going to, you know, kind of leave Chris Hemsworth's partnerless. Yeah. Then he didn't die. And I went, oh he's going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then they start trying to play, play up Rafe Spall. There's a mole agency. Yeah. as like the bad guy, but they're hammering that so hard. I'm like, well, it's obviously not him because they're making it so obvious that it is him. Yeah. It's got to be Liam Meeson. And then it, it, also at the very beginning, uh, she meets that little blue furry blue feathered creature. Yeah. And then it jumps out the window. Yeah. And then it's going to an hour and a half. They're going to be called yeah, back. And, and the this thing is they, they have this little thing where she's the creature says something and she repeats it. I'm like, okay, so that's going to come back and then later on in the movie, the only other blue feathered character, who's now this giant uh, thug, yeah, comes in the frame, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the creature from the beginning." And they try to reveal it as this big kind of—it's a Ta-da. really minor moment. But was it supposed to be that obvious? No. Like, well, no. Look, these movies, I would say,
1: are meant for family audiences. I would say, like at least the first one before they got a little weird with some of the alien designs in number two. Yeah. Uh, It's meant to just be enjoyable with all audiences. And I think this one was made for kids because it's that dumb, honestly. I I wouldn't say dumb. But it's not funny enough for kids. I don't know if I'd say dumb. Because to me, it was fine. Also, you know, an alien uh, and Chris Hemsworth and yada, yada, yada. Like, it was a bit strange.
0: That was weird how they have Chris Hemsworth. It's because you need the the shirtless scene for Chris Hemsworth. And so it's like this, this, uh, he's trying to, basically beg for his life and he's like i'll do anything she's like anything and the next morning he's in a bed yeah with an alien creature right waking up and like it's just like oh i guess we're doing that yeah okay like it felt weird almost yeah like honestly this will be probably in my top 10 worst
1: movies of the year
0: no i don't think it's that bad
1: uh, and that's that's fine but like it was so pointless and unnecessary as a movie i don't think this will continue at all uh it may make international money but it really shouldn't because uh, the whole thing felt joyless. I wish there was some life to it. There was a little bit like that's where I was like, I was Kamala searching. Gianni. I would say the soundtrack. Yeah, he was funny and uh, I didn't the, like brothers that. they were good. They were good. The cosmos were cool. Yeah, I mean but the way every scene wrapped up and I was like, cool, can we get closer to the end? Like, is this one scene closer to the end of this grueling experience?
0: <laughs> grueling yeah Uh, now you know how i felt about dark phoenix
1: i know yeah actually i sat i sat there and i was like i wonder if he likes this uh if he does this is reverse of dark phoenix you know yeah yeah
0: i that thing is i kind of went into this it's fine i'm gonna probably forget about this movie but would you be cool showing this to your kids yeah okay yeah this this would be one where like they want to watch the men in black movies i definitely want to show them the first one if they want to continue them Sure, this be part of it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disown this movie like I have like the other Pirates movies or the other Matrix movies. Oh, I think or the this, third Spider-Man movie.
1: This is way more straightforward than any Pirates movie, but this fits right along with the Pirates movie, though I don't think the First Men in Black is any curse of the Black Pearl. Like it's just no. a really solid summer blockbuster, but not like a great summer blockbuster. I think
0: the first men in black and black pearl are comparable. Oh, do you? Because they're both just I put kind of, Black Pearl way above. They're both kind of these iconic uh not game changing. I don't want to say that, but just iconic movies that people, iconic IPs that everyone's like, okay, I'm going to take notice. Yeah. And then when you do, you're like, oh,
1: please stop making these. (laughs) And that's really where men of black has gone. Uh, we, you know, when we knew this movie was coming out, we already knew to not really put a lot of hope and faith
0: in this. We hope you will to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I just think this fits in the vein of the other men in black movies. It's just not the best vein. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, know, and, and what happens now, because Chris Hemsworth is now the, the head of the London branch. And
1: Spoiler Tessa really, Thompson, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tessa I, Thompson is back in America. Obviously, they'd have to partner up again. But another plot hole is they kept... making you think that Chris Hemsworth was not to be trusted and something massive has changed. But it didn't give you really context other than the fact that once he was neuralized to think he defeated an alien and saved the world.
0: Well, we still don't know what happened. No. Like, why? Okay, so they go to fight this enemy called the Hive. Yeah. And it turns out that the Hive took over Liam Neeson and then he neuralized Chris Hemsworth and told him that they defeated the bad guys. Meanwhile, Chris Hemsworth is going clubbing and acting like complete doofus. Because the scene called for it. But it could be he put that in there like, hey, you're going to party, I guess. I don't know. But here's what yeah. he I get is I'm like, why didn't? Why wasn't Chris Hemsworth taken over? And why did they wait so long to find that weapon of mass destruction? This gonna movie it? is one big space hole. It's more than a plot <laughs> hole. It's a space beam <laughs>
1: hole. Uh, I, I, I kind of hated it, but I'm going to give it a plus, honestly, just for the effects. Because well, when they're dealing with Alien DJ Khaled... It feels like they're there with interacting with him and he feels annoying enough that you're like, man, I hate that alien, but it feels more real. The cosmos aliens were very cool. The gunplay was a little pew pew like, but still, that's kind of a signature card. I did
0: feel like it was was like all the guns kind of did the same thing. Like they keep it was a cool scene. Yeah. How they kept pulling secret compartments out of the car and Mm -hmm. getting guns, but all the guns did the exact same thing. Yeah. It Whereas It was such a funny joke in the first one where Will Smith pulls out the little... The noisy cricket. Yeah, exactly. And blows a hole in the side of a truck. Awesome. Uh, I thought, well, okay, the villains were good. I thought they were a they were menacing force in that regard. Quote, Agreed. unquote, villains. Yeah. Like uh, they melted people. They melted people. And they used that multiple times. It wasn't just the one time. Where, yeah. Yeah. But still, I was just like, you know, the hero's only good as villain, but the villain wasn't that strong. And so the, the heroes weren't that strong. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's just average for me. Like, okay. I, I'm not hating on it. Because yeah, I get that. I think it's a you know I want to say turn off your brain and enjoy it, but I turned off my brain and I still was just like, wow, is it still going? Mm-hmm. So then I had to turn my brain more, but I don't know. <laughs> it may kill your brain a little bit. <laughs> it's not in my kill opinion. It. it may. Yeah. So there you go. There's so, our review of Men in Black International. I give it a mediocre three stars. Kent gave it a, a terrible plus. D plus. So. It, well, let us know what you think. Let us know yeah, in the comments. Absolutely. Let us know on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, thank you for listening to Pick and Sale. All right, Jake, you can come back now. He's really gone.
2: C plus